It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're joined this morning by the Primate of All-Ireland and the Archbishop of Armagh, Archbishop Eamon Martin. A very good morning to you and thank you for joining us on the programme. Good morning, Michael, morning. and good morning to everyone. It's three weeks since you wrote to Michal Martin on the 8th of October and you got to meet with the Taoiseach on Wednesday. What did he have to say to you? Well, first of all, uh, we were anxious to speak to him and we found him very respectful he certainly was listening carefully to everything that we said and we were doing our very best I suppose to express the very strong feelings that we've been hearing from people on the ground in our parishes and in our communities that they miss public worship or they miss at least the opportunity to go if they felt well enough to do so and indeed they miss knowing that Mass is being celebrated with a congregation in their parishes throughout the country during this really difficult time. We found Michal Martin uh, certainly respectful and wanting to hear the points we were making. And I think we communicated them to him forcefully, uh, but also calmly, because it's really important to say that since the very beginning of the pandemic, I think all of us in our parish communities have been anxious to try to get out similar messaging to that of the government and the public health authorities that we must keep each other safe, we must keep ourselves safe. All of those messages about safe distancing and hand sanitizing and coughing etiquette and all of those things have been our messages too because we're anxious to promote health, to, to protect life, of course, and to promote the common good. We had a, we had a common message there. Okay. Uh, did you win the argument with the Taoiseach? Well, I don't think it was a case of winners or losers, but I certainly no. think we made our points well. Okay. And I, we were hopeful as we left. In fact, actually, the four of us, we spoke afterwards, and, you know, as we all do, and yeah. we said, look, how do we think that went? And I think all of the archbishops agreed that we had really managed to get across all of the key points that were being made to us. We've had an awful lot of correspondence, emails, telephone calls, petitions even, mm. from people saying, why are you not going back to Mass? But I think we managed to get across all of those points. I'm hopeful that the Taoiseach will now bring our message to Cabinet. Remember, we were only meeting the Taoiseach. Uh, he, he wouldn't been in a position to actually make a decision there and then. We're hopeful that he's going to bring the message to Cabinet and that uh, with the public health authorities. And indeed, he said he's open to further dialogue and discussion about this. You know, Michael, one so- of the things that I suppose disappointed me was that whenever the government published the latest roadmap, you know, with the five levels, 
I immediately looked at it to see what's going to happen mm. with regard to churches. And I saw there that at level three, that all public worship was stopped. You know, there was a blanket restriction on public worship. And I was really disappointed about that because there had been no meaningful consultation with any church leaders, not just Catholic mm. church leaders, but indeed other Christian church leaders, other faith leaders. It just appeared there. And yet, you, you will know, and a lot of our, our parishioners will know, that since we opened up after the last lockdown, there have been massive efforts made in every parish to ensure safe distancing, to make sure that there's hand sanitizer. The very way we go about, huge number of stewards, cleaners, we've been doing everything possible to keep our church buildings safe. And we have no evidence that the church buildings and church worship have actually been a source of contagion or spreading the infection. So I have to say, I was disappointed, and I said that to the teacher, and I think he accepted the point that there had been little or no consultation on the matter. Okay, so just to be clear, Archbishop Eamon, uh, because this is obviously very important to you, but uh, as you've said, it's very important to many lay people, many of our listeners who've also been in contact with us uh, about these restrictions. Is it your understanding that the prohibition of services uh, in public is under consideration? Is that the way you left the meeting with the Taoiseach? Yeah, I, I, I think it would, I would be confident in saying that, that it's under consideration. Now, in fairness, to Cabinet and to the public health authorities, they have always said that, that all of these things are under consideration as new evidence arrives, as new facts emerge. You see, one of the things, Michael, is that we wouldn't consider our ability to go to Mass, that freedom to worship and freedom to express who we are before God, we wouldn't consider that just like any other gathering. Mm. It's fundamental to who we are as church. In fact, a lot of people might realize the very word church means gathering. So it's, it's part of our DNA to gather for worship. It's, it's who we are. We become church whenever we gather for worship. I know that's a wee bit sort of deep and theological, mm. but the church exists when they gather. And, and that... That's something that I think, in fairness to a lot of families right across Ireland, they've been creating the little church inside their home. So the, the domestic church is whenever a family gathers. And there is something, thank God, for the use of the webcams and the mm -hmm. social media. I know of families, you know, who set up the computer or the screen in their sitting room. They even light candles. Mm -hmm. They gather together. And they join in the Sunday Mass, and that is mm. wonderful. I, I think the highest ratings on, on the radio station is for Sunday yeah. Mass now. Uh, but, but thank God for that, mm, and that's yeah, lovely. Mm, and I think mm. thanks to you also at LMFM and the many uh, local radio stations and regional stations and indeed local uh, Facebooks and parish Facebooks and mm. webcams and indeed fairness to RTE too. Mm, mm. Uh, RTE News mm. Now has been broadcast in the Mass regularly. Every, every day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, gives a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, but uh, tell me, Archbishop, uh, uh, about uh, the feedback that you've been getting from people uh, and what you said to the Taoiseach uh, on foot of that. Uh, uh, I'm just wondering if you drew any comparisons uh, with how people aren't allowed to go to Mass and how other things can happen. We're hearing from people all of the time saying, if I go to Mass uh, under the restrictions, I'm so far away from the next person uh, uh, that uh, if I wave at them, they'll be lucky if they see me. 
uh, because of the distancing uh, and the strict regulations that's yeah, that happening in the church. But wh- why is it that you can go down to the off-licence uh, yeah. and buy as much drink as you want uh, and meet up with people? Or why is it that I'm turning on the television and I'm watching sports stars jumping all over each other if they're not kissing each other, uh, despite well, the do, threat from the virus? Uh, is it fair to draw those comparisons? Well, I think, look, everyone, and I imagine if you're a business owner and if you're an owner of a restaurant or a pub or uh, providing some other service like a hairdresser, you're probably also doing that same comparison thing. And, and I think that's only human. It's only human for me to say, why can they be open and I'm not open? I don't think it's really about competition because the only way we're going to succeed to suppress this virus is if we do it together. Well, the point that we were making was a little bit beyond that point, Michael. We were basically saying that it's actually good for people to go to Mass, to be able to engage in public worship, because the coronavirus restrictions about social distancing, about hand washing, uh, all of these things are about physical health. But for us, we're very strong believers in the spiritual health of people. I mean, when somebody is healthy, they're healthy in mind, in body, and in spirit. So one of the ways that we can overcome this coronavirus together is by being healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Those things are all wrapped up together. Even people's recovery from illness is Mm. often assisted by their mental, emotional, and their spiritual well-being. And uh, I think regardless of what religion you're talking about, in this case it's the Catholic religion, but to worship uh, is so important to people that there is reason to be concerned because many of the people that we're talking about, uh, it's the only reason for them leaving the house. It's the only way that they'll have any human contact, albeit waving across the pews at somebody at far distance uh, because of uh, the social distancing regulations uh, and so on. Uh, And otherwise, they're at home uh, and quite often on their own and quite often lonely. uh, And there is obviously consequences or potential consequences as a result of that. Exactly, Michael, you've put it really well. And it's also true that even people who don't regularly go to Mass, you know, they're often turning to people in their family who they know do pray regularly, who do practice their faith, and saying, would you remember me at Mass? The number of people who contact me every day and say, Archbishop Eamon, would you pray for me? My daughter's ill Mm. or my son's going through his exams or I'm worried about my family. And they say, would you offer a Mass? There's no doubt also that for us as Catholics, in my own tradition, um, the Eucharist is seen as something that nourishes you. It's food for the journey. It's something that keeps you going. And a lot of people have written to me and said, Archbishop, why can we not receive the Eucharist? Because um, I think this is different than why can I not go out for a meal? Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's it's something that speaks to their inner spiritual being. And there are so many people listening to us who will identify completely with that. You mentioned the webcams as well, Archbishop yes. Eamon, and there's a lot of people who don't have the internet uh, or, exactly. or, or, or wouldn't be bothered with it. Uh, it's too complicated, and that's, I think, perfectly understandable, and that's everybody's right. Uh, but even when you do have the webcam, uh, I, I think uh, it, it can be weird. Uh, for want of a better way of putting it, uh, because especially with a a funeral, uh, if you're uh, watching somebody leave the world uh, who's important to you, whether it's a a friend or a loved one or a relation, uh, when the service ends and the camera stops, 
There's something wrong. I'm not even sure that there's words to explain it. Yeah, I think this morning, for example, Michael, Father John O'Leary, there in RD, whose funeral is this morning, I would just so much want to be there. But there's only 25 people allowed to go there. His family are going to be there, some of his very closest friends, and Bishop Michael Reuter, the auxiliary bishop, because he doesn't have to travel too far within life to get to the funeral. So what I will be doing this morning at 11 is turning on my computer and celebrating Mass, I suppose, over the airwaves, trying joining my prayers with what's happening in RD this morning. But you think of a family member who, you know, has that experience, and I know that my priests are telling me that one of the most difficult things is the families who've been bereaved and for whom that normal customary hug or shake of hands or just simple presence of their neighbours, their community, in the church with them. Now, I understand we have to keep each other safe. Funeral directors are very anxious and they want to be sure that things are safe as well. But this coronavirus is really making people frightened, anxious, depressed. Um, Coming up to Christmas, this was another point I made to the Taoiseach the other day. Advent and Christmas is so important for us. And the Taoiseach said... We want to promise the country a meaningful Christmas. For us, Christmas just simply can't be meaningful without the opportunity for worship. To be able to kneel down in Mass and say, Christ, you're my Saviour. You are the child born for me. And even the season of Advent, people going to confession. And I know there are families out there who haven't been able to have their baptisms yet. And, you know, these these are more than just, you know, I'd like to be able to go and watch a football match. Mm. You know, they're intrinsically part of who we are. That's why we made this earnest plea to the Taoiseach to allow public worship yeah, to begin, well, and to begin safely. The Taoiseach says uh, there'll be more on what we can and can't do at Christmas time at the end of November and we'll all be hoping uh, that the six weeks at level five uh, will give us some freedom uh, of movement. Yeah. But can I, I just conclude uh, uh, by asking you about the virus the impact that this is having on all of us yourself included uh, if I, I can. I mean you're the Archbishop of Armagh the Primate of All-Ireland and obviously Archbishop Eamon Martin you're a man of the cloth but you're a man apart from anything else. You're a priest and you're also an ordinary bloke and I'm sure like the rest of us your head is wrecked with all of this uh, but uh, how do you feel about getting through this uh, and what do you have to say to people uh, from two perspectives, if you like, uh, as a human being yourself and as a clergyman? Okay. Family, friendship and faith. Those are the three for me. Being in contact with my family members, even over the phone. Uh, today's my birthday, actually. Really? Happy <laughs> yeah, birthday to you. WhatsApp messages, little text messages video messages from my family and my closest friends. And I think that people really appreciate that. And I'm going to turn that around. How much do we call others? How much do we reach out? Because if we need that consolation and support, so do other people. So just think in every day, and I would encourage your listeners, every day just think of someone, someone close to you, send them a text or a message or a phone call. But maybe also someone... Maybe not so close to you, but someone that you think might be alone 
are, are isolated and just send, drop them a wee note or a letter or anything because that's love and, and, and our faith and the world needs love, friendship and warmth particularly at this time. I don't know if you've noticed, Michael, but I've noticed it. A lot of people become more aggressive. Mm. There's a kind of an anger out there an aggression in the world at the moment. And I think some of that may be due to the coronavirus and what it's doing to us. So we need to counteract that with love. So family, friendship and faith. Keep to your prayers. Uh, join in the, the, the LMFM Mass or the, the RTE News Now or your local parish webcam and link yourself in with the local worshipping, praying community and you will find nourishment for your soul for your mind and please God also for your physical health. Okay, Family, well, friendship and faith. I offer those this morning. We hope you enjoy the day and have a happy birthday and thank Thanks, you indeed Michael. for joining us on <laughs> thank the Thank you. It'll be a very, a very uh, normal and simple one this year, I think. Okay. Well, thank you, as I say, for joining us. That's uh, the Archbishop of Armagh and Primate of All Ireland, Archbishop Eamon Martin. Michael at lmfm.ie even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.